Hello, What's everyone. up, guys? Welcome to Manga Masala, Pi Radio South Asian show. My name's Gerns. I'm here with Halima and Simran. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Get off your phone. Sorry, sorry. I'm a bit discombobulated. Sorry. I just ran up, I just ran, ran up flight, four flight of steps. Let's start off with a debate. Oh. If you have a guest over, you want to be hospitable. You're running late, but you've said that you're going to take them to the gym. At the same time, you have a radio show that airs on Manchester DAB. Do you, A, book Jenny an Uber with your own money and then get in your own car and drive in on time? Or do you choose to, not have to, choose to drive Jenny to the gym and then come here and arrive half an hour late? Um, Can I just ask, I only got here like eight minutes after Simran. Last time I was here on time. But Halima, why do you think that Simran arrived at that time? Ask Simran. I was getting us. I was. We, hello. We're celebrating our uh, birthday. If I yeah, don't know if this Carlos is not airing vibes. We're supposed to be even. Even Carlos is. Carlos is. Um, no, I was getting I'm us cake. That's why I was late. But listen, even Carlos's wife said to me this morning. She was like, "He's actually so mean to you guys." And I was like, "You know what? Fuck." Isn't he? Me especially. I get it every single week, guys. Gosh. <sighs> bad vibe. You know what? We need to give you a bad vibes. That's job. why you know. Yesterday, I didn't even um ask if you wanted help setting up all the cameras and mics no, and stuff because I, I was I, like he's just going to shout at me and I say no I appreciate that I, also I don't you shout. appreciate me not asking yeah okay fine oh noted fine yeah. scary <sighs> say less scary anyway now that we've got that out of the way just want to clarify that we are not celebrating three years today that is next week so if you tune in I was in getting that, us like good like I was getting us treats and stuff for our yeah three years. it's like our shopping. anniversary weekend kind I mean, of Black flags. Friday birthday that's no, but I'm here, so it's a celebration. That's true. It's exactly. a very rare occurrence. It's so. like the wise woman Nicki Minaj once said, it's a celebration every time we link up. I don't know why you're looking at that mic. You're I don't know why I keep looking at that camera. I don't know. I don't have my glasses on, so I, c- I couldn't actually see that it's not faced towards me. Sorry, right. guys. <laughs> like the wise woman Nicki Minaj once said, it's a celebration every time we link up. Uh, on that topic, I, I know this. I don't know why I'm asking. How's everyone's Black Friday shopping going? Halima went a bit. Oh, preposterous. Absolutely preposterous. So I, <clears throat> bit of background, guys. Let's I'm, talk about the gym. I'm going to out myself here, first of all. Despite my political beliefs, I am but a weak, weak woman. And I will admit, I am a bit of a consumerist pig, right? And I used to have a massive shopping problem, um, like at uni my friends would regularly like their shopping their shopping would be in my wardrobe and they'd come in and every the item of clothing would have a tag on it like you know the same way that people scroll through like social media i'll be scrolling through like asos but then i got really i got i got a lot better i got a lot better um and then this black friday is i kind of like reverted back to my old ways a little bit not gonna lie and I did kind of go a bit overboard, but no regrets. What about you, Simran? Did you get anything? Gymshark absolutely saw me. They saw me twice, actually. I ordered two sets of things from Gymshark. Nike had a good sale. I'm not, I'm not not consumerist, but I'm not like, I think I'm more responsible. And 
I don't try and shop that much. I kind of shop when I need to, which is why this is a bit out of the ordinary for me to go a bit mad. I feel like I feel like I've lost I lost the plot a little bit last week. I feel like the most important thing is did anyone here buy anything for like 12p? Oh, no, no, but I don't. That's that was not right. Like that's that, just strange. It? Like I saw PLT <clears throat> was selling like what bikini bottoms and a skirt or something yeah. for like twelve p. Tops as well. Like there were tops that. Were, that's like, like real nine clothes. Like, I don't, yeah, you should so, really yeah. question. Like, you have to. Why is it that cheap? I mean, we yeah. all know why. Mm. Like fast fashion is, is but, um, like that. But oh, mate! Like this time of year is just expensive, though. But this like, is why. Like I've use black friday to do like basically 90 percent of my christmas shopping yeah. so now when it comes to december hopefully it won't be too bad That's i should have done that i think i feel like i missed out but hey ho See, I don't even celebrate Christmas, so all my spending is actually just on myself. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you don't, do you not have like I know obviously you, but you get money at Eid anyway, so maybe it doesn't like go in and out. I don't know. I'm just thinking because obviously Eid changes as well the time of year. It's not like a consistent thing. So do you not have a a point in the Gregorian calendar? <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. Uh, no, me and my like, family you don't. Spend money. We don't really. No, we don't really do presents and stuff like that in no. my family. Like, it's not. Like some families do, but I think most families probably don't. To be yeah, with you. I mean to be fair, I even ha- have a friend who's um, Christian, and like like that like their family are like quite um, strict Christians, and they don't do presents because it, it is really? that's meant. That's is a like, religious yeah. Yeah. commercial holiday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That on the Black topic Friday. of Black Friday, obviously the reason why Black Friday is a thing is because in America it's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that part of Thanksgiving. So yeah. I, I'm just gonna ignore that because, like, we're not gonna go down that road because, <coughs> like, we'll be here for the next two hours speaking about that. Don't even call it Thanksgiving, guys. Just call it like Indigenous Remembrance Day or something like that. Mm. That holiday needs a major rebrand. It's just bloody ridiculous. With that in mind, what is everyone here thankful for? Good question. Um, my my health. Do you know what I always I like the older I get the more I try to practice kind of these conversations where I like internal conversations where I'm always asking myself like what am I actually thankful for because I think that it's a really important exercise to help you like put a lot of things into perspective help you ground yourself and every single birthday without fail or like every new year's I have this like conversation and the one thing that's popping up the older I get is like health mm. um and this is not obviously to be ableist to anyone because there's plenty of people who are disabled and they live, you know, happy and fulfilled lives. But for me, I do see kind of having my health and being able-bodied as a privilege and like, you know, as a blessing. Um, so, and that's something that we cannot take for granted. I think that unless you've had any kind of like chronic illness or whatever and you see how much this world and it's not that there's anything inherently wrong with being disabled or being chronically ill it's the fact that the world is not built for people who are disabled unfortunately like i see so many people disabled people come online and talk about their experience and it's and it's things that as able-bodied people that we don't even second guess that for them is like it it determines whether they can go out whether they can go somewhere whether they can enjoy something whether they can have a certain experience um so the older older i get the more i become thankful to not have to be a victim of like the ableist world you know mm. um that's the one thing that's really really big and also like family and friends loved ones i always say i'm like very very divinely blessed like the way god has like bust me with the people in my life like i'm bare lucky very Aww. nice what yeah. about you simran like obviously the same <laughs> um 
I think one thing I started doing, and it's been like over a year now, but like basically when I was going through it last year, when I basically was like finishing uni and getting a job, I just really was not doing well. Like I was like, I just, I want to be in uni. Like I was really mourning myself yeah, at uni it's, like grief, it's a big it? transition like yeah. moving back home and like thinking about getting a job and stuff like it was it was horrible i really went through it for about two months to the point where i was like watching videos on like how to be grateful how to like Aww, appreciate life yeah. like so and obviously a lot of it was like but i was also watching videos on like what's the best technique to like save money and like because i was thinking about like actually setting up and like being an adult and a lot of it was like practicing gratitude where you can and making time in your day to be grateful or Mm. when something's going on to think about what has brought you to this moment and what you can take in from your surroundings and appreciate health is being a huge one thing that's huge barcelona really drilled it into me the health thing because i did like 125,000 steps in like just under five days or something or five days Mm. And like going up and down, like doing these treks and stuff and like seeing people like either knackered, like completely gassed out or like, even I was like tired as well, but just thinking like, that's a privilege to be able to do that and like get up like this high and like look at this beautiful view. Like that really drilled it in that like I can do that. My body's able to take me Mm. from point A to point B like without with little effort. Do you know what I mean? That was a big thing. I was gonna say like the gym, like being able to run and weight lift. Like when I was big into weightlifting, the thought of like I can move a hundred plus, like two hundred, like whatever kg with my body yeah. is insane to me. Yeah. Like it you build so much trust in your body and I was really grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And like now running, like you can run like five K, eight K, whatever, like with your own body, your legs can take you from point A to point B in X amount of time. Like, it's so cool crazy to me. how much the human body is like built to yeah. do. Yeah. Like, but then I suppose is it that crazy when we think about before we had machines that could do everything for us we were doing everything ourselves <laughs> yeah. oh my god 100%. It's, it's, it's like you forget especially living in like such an like an industrialized mm. world where so much of our life is kind of sedentary <clears throat> or like we yeah, have machines oh my god. to like you know supplement so many human activity to kind of go back to something as like primordial as running yeah 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 it's, we it's, spoke about this didn't we yeah, yeah, yeah. Did to rem- like remind yourself like oh this is what my body was yeah. built to do and actually when I push it this is what it's able to yeah, do yeah 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 and one thing I was going to say like I'm grateful for is the ability to travel so i didn't so i went on holiday in march 2020 then obviously covid and then i was studying so march 2020 to october 2022 i didn't venture out of like slough and nottingham and liverpool that was like pretty much the extent of it maybe manchester here and there like Mm. that was pretty much the extent of it and then i went on two holidays i went to budapest and barcelona and i remember every single time we'd see something like beautiful even just waking up in the morning i'd be like I am so grateful for this. That's like, why I love traveling. Yeah. I because it puts so much into perspective. First of all, you like, have to wow. recognize how privileged you, you are, are to, to get it. on a plane and go somewhere like 100. for leisure and to learn about another culture yeah. and like not be immersed in like your own culture for like the wrong reasons basically like for like, you know, people that aren't able to go traveling, it's not their choice whatever. Hmm being able to do that i remember like just walking around in my head just like doing prayers in my head because i was just like i need to ground myself right now and realize how lucky i am to be here because after so long of like not seeing the same three places Mm. i was like this is incredible like i felt so lucky i felt so grateful and now i've been able like i've been so lucky to travel quite a bit this year Mm. and i have so many more plans to travel in the future that i'm just like i'm so a lucky to be able to be booking these holidays and be like when i'm there it's about really like <clears throat> taking in the moment and like being away from 
the life that we know here like social media and stuff like that and just being there like completely and fully yeah. and that i'm really 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 grateful for no, i 100 agree with that like if i start talking about the philosophy of traveling like mm. i will never mm. ever stop but and i've realized that this year like the like solo trip is a different a completely different vibe of holiday compared to like girls holiday or family holiday or whatever like solo yeah. trip you have nothing but your own thoughts you know i know i sat here and i was like yeah, yeah i had spotify and whatever but like you really do have nothing but your own thoughts you're up on a mountain and you're just like whoa yeah, it forces is, you to have to real. like confront a yeah, lot yeah, like yeah, 100% <clears throat> usually when we're at home and you know every single day we're working we're seeing people like we're just busy constantly mm. like there's a lot that you can't necessarily contend with in that context whereas when you take yourself out of that and you're in a completely unfamiliar circumstance yeah. in a completely unfamiliar place with unfamiliar people and it forces you to like <clears throat> firstly like con- like the the time that you have especially on solo holidays to contend mm. with yourself to confront certain like inner demons or whatever because you have to be alone with yourself you know um that's firstly but also secondly it's like you learn to trust yourself and you learn to trust your intuition like i one thing i love about myself is how competent i am like not to sound like competent or confident competent well i'm confident but like one thing i love about myself is how competent i am like you could drop me in the middle of the world anywhere and i will be able to look after myself Uh and so much of that is just through practice of taking myself literally to so many corners of the world sounds like a fun man gonna sell a content idea (laughs) drop me anywhere just make your way back back. i'm on it listen and take me anywhere in the world i'm on it i get it though but you know and and also like I, I kind of want to talk a little bit also actually for talking about look look and and kind of what makes not look sorry what makes us grateful I do want to talk about look as well like the lottery of life mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it a lot especially with kind of what's going on in um, Palestine and Sudan and Congo and I think so much about um, it was it was one t- particular story of you know the British the, the Mancunian school teacher who was stuck in Gaza um, and they were people in Manchester were basically campaigning to get her out of there and it struck me as like obviously you like you're rooting for the woman you want her to be back but also it's kind of it seems kind of unfair and a little bit twisted that because of the like the borders the where she was born or the color of her passport she now has safe passage out of somewhere where the rest of the people are condemned to simply because their passport is like the wrong color or in the case of gardens where they don't even have passports more time like um <clears throat> and i think all the time about the lottery of life and like how like there's one particular story that I think about a lot. Like, so, but, um, obviously, I'm Bengali. And, like, Bangladesh forms uh, one of the largest labor uh, migrant workforces in the world. Um, so, <clears throat> a lot of countries that you'll go to in the world, across the Middle East, across Europe, across the Americas, you'll just find Bengalis. And they're there as um, labor migrants, right? And I remember I was in Milan with a friend and um, there was kind of a Bengali man and he was just, you know, where they sell like roses on the streets or like lighters and stuff like that. And I was kind of saying to her, like, when I'm back in Bangladesh and I'm in the village, like, this might be a man who I call uncle right he looks exactly like the men who i call uncles and and all of that and 
and and yet here I am in this place to holiday and mm-hmm. I and I'm here out of leisure and I'm here to have fun and meanwhile he's here selling roses for like mm-hmm. a euro making an absolute pittance trying to provide for his family bless my friend she was there like we were sit- eating pizza she was there like just crying <laughs> after I'd said this <laughs> it was making her think I a am. lot but it's true like every time I go abroad I always think about especially when I see other Bangladeshis mm. in those places and I'm like wow like you know but like we have a connection mm. you and I but like look how different our lives are I'm here out of leisure you know I'm here eating at all these fancy restaurants and look going to all these touristy places and you're here trying to like literally slave away to live mm. um and even when you go to other places and you kind of see how the locals are and how the locals live and this kind of you, you see the difference in once again you're here as a visitor in mm. their country out of leisure these men could never step foot in your country not not le- not less because of the lack of resources or you know capital but even visa issues you know like <clears throat> we're all human and we should all be equal but we're, we're just not you know and as much as it is important as as much as it is important to be wary of that and to be aware of that, mm. um, there is also like a gratitude there that like we just won in the lottery of life, and there's no determining factor as to why we're mm. here and they're there, and we have these you know resources and these opportunities and they don't. Other than the fact that is is just luck. Yeah, you know. Mm. I have a story for this as well. Do you have time? How long do you have? Two minutes. Go for it. Oh my god, I have a story for this. Yeah. In Barcelona, basically, I went up to this like one viewpoint. The, I tell you, is the viewpoint was the reason why I booked the holiday. Just this one yeah, like yeah. top of this thing. I was like, I, I did it. I did it twice. So the first time I did it, there was like these Asian men, like three Asian men. Mm. Uh, I think one of them had like garras on. So same as what you were saying about like you recognize people. Me, the same with like turbans, yeah. beards, and then like garras and stuff. I'm yeah. like oh my god you feel that connection and exactly Mm -hmm. like echoing what you said like you the difference in our lives and Mm -hmm. what we got blessed with and what they have like it's so it really really makes you think Mm -hmm. anyway they were there selling earrings selling bits and bobs selling drinks and stuff i'm thinking like i'm knackered coming up here with a bum bag on you've you have to carry all this this. car up and like whatever so like it's it's crazy it was funny because I came up like two days later to the same place and they were saying to each other in Punjabi, oh, this girl was here a couple of days ago. Aww. It was so funny because I replied in Punjabi like, you know, I can understand you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Aww. they were like, um, oh my God, like we thought you were um, mm-hmm. Spanish. Oh God. Um, and I was like, no, like I'm, I live in London. Da, da. We stood there on this like beautiful vo- viewpoint. No joke, about twenty five minutes just, just talking trying. in Punjabi, like me and, and all yeah, three of them. Yeah, I love that. It I was love so that. sweet. And then I just went and chilled, whatever. Then I said bye to them, and it was really sweet. They told me like the easiest way to get back down. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. We do it all. Um, we, my, like me and my family, like it's, we have it all the time. Where yeah. We just have experiences with like like Bengali people, yeah. just all like just in the most random countries, yeah. and they're just there. And then it was even weirder. So on the way down, there was another man with a cart of water and stuff. And he asked me if I wanted water. And I was like, no, no, no. And then it was really weird. He just started speaking to me for some reason. What was it, Punjabi as well? Yeah. I, d- I can't remember how it happened, but he just started speaking to me. He was talking about water, blah, blah, blah. And I was just saying like, no, no, no. And then I think I said to him, like, where are you from? Because I think I was all a bit emotional from the guys at the top. Yeah. I was like, oh, where are you from? And then he was like from India, uh, Pakistan or whatever, like the the divided bit where Punjab oh, is. Yeah. Um, 
and then I started speaking to him for Dobby. We stood there for about 10 minutes yeah. talking. This man was like, he started tearing up. What? He was they like, they get so yeah. happy in it. Like, he was, they he get was like, so happy. he was actually saying, like, both kushi. Like, he was yeah. like, you've made me so happy just Honestly, you being oh here and God. talking to me. I was yeah. stood on this like trail. Mm. This man was hugging me. Yeah, no, he I, was like I, holding I, my cheeks yeah. like this and he yeah. was giving me hugs and he was like tearing up. Mm-hmm. Part of me was like, this is unsafe. I was <laughs> like, oh, I'm a bit scared right now. But. I was really trying to lean into it and just be like, this is a really wholesome, wholesome moment. moment. Like, it's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. Honestly, we... And have- I didn't want to go. Like, I didn't want to leave him. Yeah. I just wanted to stay there all day and talk to him. But I was like, God, go. It's a bit weird. Um, it was just... You know, some moments, it just reminds you that you're human. We're not on social media. It's not about, like, showing out and doing X, Y, Z and, like, being in this country and how things are here and how things are online yeah. you know you forget that sometimes you're just human and you have more things in common with the That's person next is. to you is than you think yeah it's that it reminds us that we're human and also our capacity for connection yeah like, with, with people so who are vastly like have completely different realities yeah. to us but there's something that connects us connects us to everyone yeah. in this world i just i you think know? about those four people all, all the, the time, time. Yeah. like i just think about them all the time yeah, i just I'm like sure they i'm like do as well you know yeah so cute like we've had like we i've had so many similar experiences i cannot even count the amount of same experiences that i've had with like bengali people Mm. abroad and there's it's that connection it's that familiarity you i don't know you from the kitchen again it's like saddening because obviously you're thinking my life here and your life here Mm. is so vastly different i'm here for a completely different reason than you are however in that moment you are just bonding on your common ground and like it does it's not about any of that in that moment it's just about you two right here and it's just like Human the same person that you call it? uncle like if he was here he's my uncle like it, mm-hmm. yeah it was it was insane mm-hmm. well going um, back to how you're saying about how um, <clears throat> the look of life and everything yeah I think it really makes it even more poignant and obvious that we have to obviously stick up for those who have drawn the short straw hundred um, with that in mind um in terms of this week, what I wanted to cover in terms of the ongoing situation in Palestine, I wanted yeah. to do a particular focus on the idea of um, censorship and people that mm. have actually um, lost out, essentially, because they've done the right thing and stood up for what they think is wrong. Just like, I've just seen a number of examples over the past week, so... Yeah. Primarily, I saw um, Marissa Barrera. Um, mm. I only came to know of her recently because me and Mianka actually watched both of the most recent Scream films. Okay. Um, and we actually like quite enjoyed them, actually. Um, and then we saw in the news that she has been sacked from the most... Um, from the upcoming film mm. um, because of pro-Palestinian Instagram stories that she put up. And I, from what I've seen in terms of the stories that like I've been in these articles and stuff it really doesn't it, it's nothing like violent it's nothing that's promoting it's any kind of hate it's like just promoting the humanitarian yeah. it's, it's a humanitarian urge exactly and people are literally they'll be like oh we need to have you know a humanitarian kind of eye on Gaza yeah. and, and stop that, killing how, people like mm. what I don't understand what is so uh, controversial yeah, yeah and yeah, what yeah. could possibly be controversial about yeah. saying that that there shouldn't be a a genocide mm. and and at more time they're not even using words like genocide exactly. like they're not even taking like they're not even taking those stances it's literally just like there's people dying we need to do what we can to stop it yeah you know and i think um it's especially 
annoying when you see other celebrities um I'm just gonna name drop obviously we've spoken before about Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things he is going around posting on socials of him and his friends with stickers saying Zionism is sexy and, and that, oh, ISIS, yeah. like making those like even that but even like Amy Schumer I know we've mentioned yeah, on the yeah, on the show yeah, before yeah. like yeah. she's literally posting like she did since has deleted this particular one but actual like like violently racist God. caricatures of like muslims and gazans sasha being... baron cohen as well yeah, yeah. When you, no and it, especially when you consider obviously bora and what that is exactly like, yeah that's exactly what I'm more disturbed and like, he's that. extremely educated as well he went to like oxford yeah, or cambridge yeah, yeah. like or both yeah, yeah. And, like it, it, the, the way that you know when it's like pro-israel or po- pro-zionism or pro-idf like you're able to express that with complete impunity i have not seen yeah, a yeah, yeah. single example of anyone being reprimanded in any capacity for voicing anything pro-israel i have seen numerous people um losing out on jobs on opportunities getting doxxed getting dogpiled for simply mm-hmm. stating that Israel shouldn't be carpet bombing Gaza. Well, this is what I wanted to talk about as well in terms of the censorship, particularly in relation to the UK. Um, Another couple of examples that I've seen online in the past week, um, in Bristol, the Arnold Finney Centre, um, they were meant to be putting on two events in December, I believe, for um, Palestinian film events. And they've decided to cancel both. And the reason that they've given for this is because they think that it will end up being political. And apparently for arts charities, there are certain rules that you have to follow about things Um, basically being apolitical. Sorry, but what were they thinking organizing that in the first place if they were trying not if they're trying to be apolitical? No, 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 that's nonsense. There's not a single piece of art that is apolitical. This is not a single piece. There's not a single (laughs) film or a single piece of literature or media that is not political in any capacity that there, there's just it, no that it ceases to be art if exactly. that's the case and then in at the roundhouse london um there was someone that was um meant to do a cloakroom shift and they were wearing a palestinian flag badge and they were told that they either need to take it off or they won't be able to do their shift um they ended up saying like well i don't want to take this off so they didn't do their shift and the next day they got called in and it was explained that the reasons why they were made to do that were firstly because apparently a client and a performer of um at the event were jewish which is completely ridiculous anyway yeah, because what, what do, 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 do palestinian jewish people not exist yeah <laughs> like, literally <laughs> and it's like <laughs> how is being pro- like th- oh, this is why i hate the media yeah. like they've so conflated like being pro-palestinian with being anti-semitic that like be, like ha- like do you have two brain cells to rub together like do you even have that like mm. how can you possibly believe that being pro-palestine means that you're somehow against jewish people <laughs> It annoys me so much because it's like it doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot of intellect to actually realize that that's not the case. Like I, ha- I can't fathom the fact that there's people lacking in that much intellect that, that, yeah. that they'll buy into that kind of rhetoric. But then, yeah. Oh god! No, but then to relate to what we were saying before about Bristol, they also said 
like the reason why um, this person had been allowed to wear a flag in the past was because it's because of what's happened recently that you're not able to wear this flag and because it can Come be construed it. as political and and so again, what if it with is that, with that in mind, so what like, if it is that's like basic yeah, you're human allowed right. a political it's opinion. a civic duty that you are a civic right that you are allowed to have political opinion this is the thing so with the um, Arnold Finney Centre as well um, it was said like basically in times of basic increased political instability or debate oh, whether so for it. example when there's an election people aren't meant to wear stuff that's like basically or, or like do stuff that could be considered political or encouraging people either way but i'm just kind of like in situations like that surely that's ex- the time where you most don't be apolitical you know what i mean when there's do a you know what it is it's, i'll tell you what it is and, and it's a see and it's it is what it has always always come down to which is the fact that there are certain demographics in the world in this country who have the privilege of apoliticism is certain people certain demographics who believe that politics is an abstraction that it's 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 a it's a theoretical being a theoretical entity that it's something that you discuss with your friends over dinner over lunch that exists within the confines of the confines of the four walls wherein which you're having the conversation there are demographics that don't understand that politics punctuate people's every single day like every everyday reality you know and that is so privileged to be able to make that separation to to act as though politics is a topic of conversation it's like, like the can, people that don't like don't want to um, admit what decolonization actually means they just want to like write about it read about right? it and then when they see it happening they're like and, 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 and also it's so so hypocritical because I'm sorry like I, I've seen that same example where like uh, I've seen examples in the NHS where people aren't allowed to wear a Palestinian badge um, and uh, when the when um, the Russian Ukrainian war kicked off, they were flying the Ukrainian flags in hosp- from hospital buildings, you it's know, from everywhere. NHS like contact centers. Like uh, I I I kind of I've never seen as many non Union Jack flags in my life as when the Ukrainian kind of um, the, the attack on Ukraine kicked off and people were uh, hoisting the Ukrainian flag all over. Yeah. And you know what? Fine. Fair enough. That's a that's a show of solidarity, right? But all of a sudden, but but then it's not um, a problem to take a political yeah, stance. Yeah, yeah. You know, then it's not a problem to 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 be political. But then I feel like you have to think about it from like the lens of like white saviorism and like why is it that when people want to show solidarity or feel sympathetic to like an oppressed people, it's only when they can relate to them, when they look like them. When they can see their values in them. And I've said it on the show like a billion times. This country, the games they play in the media creates such divisive tactics that like it's such an us and them situation in this country now. And it's getting worse and worse. I feel Mm. like we went through like a phase where like fair enough maybe it wasn't such a maybe you could get away with being apolitical because it wasn't affecting you or whatever but now you literally can't not take a stand literally yeah. not even just the UK literally over this past week yeah. we've seen the Netherlands got voted in a far oh, right um, leader Argentina oh voted oh, in a far yeah, right yeah, leader yeah. and in Ireland there were far right protests in line yeah. of that stabbing but like, yeah. it's just getting the gap is getting wider and wider with everything that happens and it just it's scary it's, the West and it's scary for extreme. us sitting here in Manchester for get the people sitting there in gaza yeah yeah no like there's there's like um the west is moving more further and further like it's right terrifying like, and i'm not like th- forget politics and stuff i'm talking on the ground like hate crimes racist attack microaggressions things like that that are happening in everyday people's things like happen to me and you in the workplace mm, yeah. you know mm. i'm not talking about like carpet bombings that's a whole like fair but like i'm talking about it every single day things are happening like 
all but across the spectrum. All, they are all connected, though, aren't yeah, they? Like it's all all kind of Western far right extremism. That's what it all comes down. But like to. the villainization of people that adhere to religious certain religious beliefs or look a certain way or, or live in a certain people, country. Just, just non white. You people. don't look like this prototype person. Therefore, you're animalistic. You're subhuman. You're a villain. You deserve torture. Mm. I think one thing that's maybe been a positive in our opinion or in terms of some kind of maybe hope is to see um, that Sophia Nakvi, she was a member of the Labour Party. She was a Labour councillor and she resigned from Labour <laughs> over right. its stance on Palestine. And a number she, of MPs yeah. have. Like, so, a so, number so, of MPs. Yeah. So I think she's a councillor rather than an MP, but obviously, like, quite a few oh, people right. have, like... Yeah. Or, or even like just general members of the party yeah like loads yeah. did after the ceasefire vote came yeah. out loads the uh, manchester that like gorton mp he yeah. he um he he resigned but the thing that's good about this is that she resigned over labor stance in palestine she's now gone and won the seat um a council seat in newham that was previously a safe labor seat and she's gone and took off them as an independent Wow. Is yeah, it? So Interesting. Obviously, that's, she's not an MP, and obviously we know council members have slightly less influence than MPs, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. However, the fact that she's been able to do to that... To do that, it's a very interesting yeah, comment on, like... what can happen when people actually mobilise. Mobilise. That's yeah. what it, we've, I've always, always, always said. Like, me personally, I'm not going to lie, like, a lot of people are... This has been the kind of moment of radicalisation for a lot of people, where a lot of people are yeah. now divesting from Westminster politics. That happened to me in 2019 when Corbyn lost the elections, I'm not going to lie. That was the moment where I was like, I cannot... Like, Westminster is not for me. Like, I'm completely divesting from parliamentary politics. For me, like... Um, it, it, it's, it's you got to serve your community and that's it that's all I really cared about like community politics um, and I always 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 said like the only power we, we really have is like communal mobilisation you know um, and that is a very very interesting and like really profound insight into what could like people who say um that oh nothing will ever change and I've, and I've had a lot of conversations with people about Gaza where they're like Palestine will never be free like you know Israel is has too much influence has too much power they're too strong and it's like it was Churchill that said the sun will never set on the British Empire you know that's what the consensus was at the time like empire the British Empire today is the largest kind of empire that history has ever seen it was formidable it was absolutely formidable, you know, and people genuinely believed that it was just a fact of life, like it would just exist forever and ever and ever. And yet, that's not the case. South, South African apartheid, it went on for absolute decades. And the same thing, it was such a formidable entity that people thought there's no way that we could ever overcome this. And they did. Every single kind of like example of occupation, of colonialism, of apartheid, the victory is always with the people in the end and to not believe in it is firstly a kind of poverty of imagination is what i always say every revolution begins with a radical imagination you have to believe you have to envision like freedom and revolution in order to actually enact on it um that's firstly but also secondly it's not up to us to be disheartened and disillusioned like there's people in gaza who for them it's life and death for us we could choose to switch off if we want we can choose to be like oh it's no use it's never going to change but for them it's it's extinction or they continue fighting you know and they continue resisting um 
And if all we can do is bolster their morale, then that's what we need to do. You know, and if and if all that means is us continuing to say free Palestine, free Palestine, free Palestine, then that's what our duty is, you know. Mm-hmm. So morale is and, and and kind of that radical imagination is the is a backbone of every single revolution that history has ever seen. Yeah. So it's what's really needed now. On that closing statement, on and on the topic of um having not having two brain cells to rub together. If you're gonna be in our comments, yeah? Yeah, oh come on. Gosh. Stalk our profile. Come That's on. all I'm yeah. gonna say. Look at the last like nine things that we've posted and then think about what you're writing in our comments. Yeah. As yeah, a, just be opening your mouth anyhow. Like I'm not your, we're not your local MP. Like you're here, you're here ranting towards. I don't know you. You don't know me. Like I don't know you from the kitchen sink. You're saying all of these things to us. Like like we're gonna do anything or that we have that there's any integrity to what you're saying. So you're wasting don't your call own me time. Jabba the okay, don't <laughs> allow it. If you're gonna come for Carlos, yeah. Don't even try it. I don't even try it. Like context, guys. There have been some people. Uh, people just running their mouths in it. Like. Doing no diligence just whatsoever. Anyhow. Just talking anyhow. Just running their mouths in our comment section, and I just feel like save your thumbs in it, save your mm. energy because you're behind the screen, and like just don't bore us on our comments when you haven't even looked at our profile to s- figure out what we stand for. You're taking one 10 second clip and running with it. First of all, ten seconds in a sixty second clip that said the exact antithesis to what you, you just said. You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Like oh, anyway, I'm I over even it. said yeah, I got end my piece up. Call him. Yeah, literally. Do you get what, do you I, get got get? Pizza, I got my piece. I got my piece. Yeah. You get well, get. As a um, PS to Simran's closing statement, just wanted to say on the topic of Palestine that we obviously welcome and are glad that um, some of the hostages have been returned safely. Aww. But in doing so, we do also want to point out that Israel has been obviously keeping multiple Palestinian prisoners yeah. for time now they also uh, haven't completely honored the like the four the four to six day truce like they've also been yeah. continued shootings like there are there are um they've obviously told kind of the gardens that like, oh you you know the ones who had been displaced from the north like oh you can go back to your homes and whatever yeah. and as they're making that journey they're opening fire on them and you know what's sad is that a lot of people are trying <laughs> to return to their homes will be probably going back to get dead bodies no, exactly. to give them a that's what it is that's what it, it's not it's not four to six days to to recover to heal it's to it's to it's to recover dead bodies mm. you know it's it's and literally to get ready for it to start again to get ready for it to start yeah. again right Never it's the most mind. useless thing ever cease fire now please and be intelligent in our comments please we encourage discourse we encourage conversation we encourage discourse yeah, in our use comments your brain, man. be intelligent use also your brain. again with that in mind of encouraging discourse if you comment stuff that we think is promoting any kind of hate or just is yeah lock off it's just completely we are going to delete that because we're trying to create a safe space for everyone ultimately so yeah, well, it's not. That's not censorship. That is literally us blocking hate speech. Don't be, like, don't be embarrassing in it. And also, yeah. I'll, I'll give no single. I can't say it on air, but like, I don't, I don't care about the accusation of censorship. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if what we're censoring is hate speech, then yeah, charges with it. I don't care. Right. It's our platform. With that in mind, let's do a little bit of a light thing to transition out of that. Halima. What? Simran's never watched Harry Potter. Oh. Simon, you never watched Harry Potter. Do you know how many times in my life I give that nugget of information out to people and I get met with exactly no, that response? How? I'm tired of it. I'm actually tired of it. How like I'm 24. Why am I going to watch 
a film about wizards in a, no, in a high school. No, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want to no, hear it. I don't want to hear it. No. It's a washed convert. It's a washed convert. It's been done. It's, because, it's because, fine. because, Simran listen. I can't read anyway. She's I can't, to be fair, I can't read. I haven't read the books because I can't read. I can't read either, to be fair. Um, listen, 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 listen. I think it's washed. You know how all these no, conversations, no like, oh, I don't like pineapple on pizza. Like, it's been like everyone's had that debate. Okay, fine, I haven't watched Harry Potter. Like, oh, well, what's I'm the big just, deal? This is news to me. If I was eight years old, fine. No way. Then put it on. No way. I have seen the first one because you know in school when you had wet play. Yeah. And it was raining and they just made you watch the first like 40 minutes. I've seen the first 40 minutes of the first one about a hundred times. <laughs> That's literally just the bit that doesn't have any magic in it. <laughs> do you know what you get? Yeah, like it's like the least, the, the least <laughs> 40 minutes like, of the entire well, saga. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, you first come, come charge me, but like, I don't. Also, I'm sorry, I should know. Before people get annoyed, any film no, book not or TV I'm show. But, no, listen. Any film book or TV show that you have asked me if I've seen it, the answer is I would reckon nine times out of ten is going to be no. I'm not going to lie. I'm slightly like that because I always say, like, you just have to assume and that I grew up as an immigrant. Also, like, unpopular opinion, and people get so angry at me for this. I don't really watch TV, read books, or <laughs> watch films. Don't ask me what I do on my day because I don't know. Just vibe out. Listen to the weekend on repeat. Uh, Genuinely, I do. I've got my little top on as well. Anyway, um, yeah, genuinely listen to the weekend on repeat. Um, You know what's funny is like on Spotify, our like sector of our like podcast thing is like society and culture. And you've just outed yourself as probably one of the least cultured. No, no, no. I'm cultured. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know about the world and stuff. But like I'm talking about like fantasy and stuff. I'm not into it. Unpopular opinion. I don't enjoy films. I don't mind like rom-coms or comedies. But I need to know it's going to be good because I don't like investing two hours into something. Walking away from it being like that was a waste of my time. Second unpopular opinion. I I hate. I hate the cinema. I hate the cinema. cinema and every see that is exactly the reaction I get every single time oh, I say I that and I'm here cinema. on radio and I'll tell you I hate the cinema I actually went to cinema last week to watch Hunger Games good film um, I got forced to go like I literally like I was like I do not want to go I didn't want to go yeah but I then you went and you had a good time because the, the film was good if the film was rubbish yeah. I would have come out there really like hating my life I, I would have really internalised it and been upset for probably the rest of the night genuinely is it, but I don't is know it if it's going to be it good for, before I go in or if you can say it's good it's I might worth. not think that you know is it that you don't like it for what it's worth or is it that even if it was cheap you would be like about the cinema specifically yeah, yeah. No, money, I don't mind because you can go to a cheap cinema. I just, yeah. to me, the cinema is too immersive. It's too intense. And I don't like it when you're watching a serious film because I feel like I'm internalising all that sadness and negativity. You can tell me... Shall I go turn it? No, it's the, the spray. You can tell me... <laughs> oh, stop being a weenie. Fair. But it's just not for me. I'm sorry. It's just really? not my vibe. And I mean, pop- enough, why is you know popcorn yourself. like 15 pounds? That's true. I do love it though. It does taste better in the cinema. I don't mind. Like, oh, you know, I if never I'm, buy popcorn. If I'm taking my like little cousins and we're watching like The Avengers, okay, fine. That's not oh. that deep. But oh, like, also it's just still. a bit loud. Just a bit much going on. I just think there are better things I could be spending my time doing. Yeah, that, to the that's, cinema. A, that's it. That's the thing for me. I agree with the whole like film thing. I just can't justify sitting there for two hours if yeah, I'm not going to I don't it. have the attention span for it. I, and oh, to right. me, like films are like background sound. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just... If you can put you can put a film on and leave it, cool. And you know a film like if you leave for ten minutes and come back, you're alright. You don't have to rewind and sit down. You and like low maintenance. And that's why I mean like rom coms, comedies, random yeah. yeah bits and bobs. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I know everyone shouts at me, but it's just the way I live my life and don't get me oh, to yeah. go to the cinema. Well I'm normal and I love films. <laughs> <laughs> the Harry I'm a Harry Potter 
freak. I like, just know, like, I and love. And I will say, like, one thing. I get very anxious in cinemas. I'm too mm. close to strangers in a dark room. And I think it was the Batman shooting that happened, like, the, whatever, like, a decade ago yeah, in America. In Colorado, I think yeah. ever since that oh happened, God, I, I've, that. I always think of, I always, I'll be sitting sat in the cinema and I just think something bad's going to happen to me. I just always think something really Fair bad's going to happen. Yeah. I think that was a real turning point for me about the cinema. It made me feel really so negatively like towards it. Not nice. Was it more or less of a turning point than the clown? Well, I don't watch clown films. <laughs> and if you ever got me in a cinema to watch a clown film, I think I'd come out That's there in tears. worse. If, you yeah. don't, if anyone wants to <laughs> like torture it. Simran. You know, I've seen <laughs> it, though. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's not scary. Why have you seen it? It's a ridiculous, that well, film. I've Isn't it like it. eating it's... children? No, I quite liked it. Doesn't he like eat children? It's a I, bit ridiculous. I, 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 it wasn't it's scary. a bit ridiculous. No, like, it was a I good film. I don't was, really get why like he only appears when you're scared. So just don't be scared. No, I think you can help. Oh yeah, because because that, uh, that, could, that works. About? <laughs> I just think that film was a bit ridiculous. Good, yeah. like good film, but not scary. Have you seen the original? That's even less scary. Is it old? Like it's like eighties. Oh like, no, yeah. I've not seen. Yeah. I've seen the original, but I, d- I did enjoy that film. I watched it in cinema. I can appreciate a good film. That's that's the difference. Okay, I can appreciate a good film. I have films that I like. I also have comfort films that I probably watched about twenty plus times. But it's difficult to get to be like, oh, this film's coming out. It's a period piece about uh, this war, and I'll be like. <laughs> Why would you want to spend your Saturday afternoon in a dark room surrounded by strangers eating overpriced popcorn, What being immersed in war? Right. I always uh, take my own snacks. Sneak, sneak You in. know what? I don't understand why everyone... Why did everyone think that was illegal? Yeah. That's, I've never seen anyone get stopped for it. I don't understand why everyone's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, and, yeah. oh, can you relate? As a child, I thought if you pulled your phone out in the cinema, like SWAT team would break in. Like, for God forbid, opening your camera in the cinema to like film it or whatever. Like, I felt like it was like the highest. No, crime. it's because no, you're not. You're actually not allowed to record because they're not allowed to record. But I thought like it was like I could punishable oh, yeah, by yeah. prison because sometimes they think you're doing you're, you're recording the filming. That that's advert, why. like you wouldn't steal a something. I love. And you wouldn't steal a car. I love that, with that the like the, the punk music, music on yeah. in the background. <laughs> Uh, yeah, classic. sorry guys, haven't seen Harry Potter. Maybe one day we do Mango Masala watches Harry Potter, but probably I not. I would love to do that. Why so don't we do Mango Masala dis- reads Harry Potter and I'm just there like... <laughs> dis- I can't read either. Disclaimer, JK Rowling. Yeah. Boo! We yeah. Have to see it. yeah. <laughs> but, but I um, think the point is Harry Potter is a very like childhood British pivotal childhood. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Listen, for all her flaws, and I'm so sorry for anyone listening who is like personally impacted by her i i categorically condemn her <laughs> but it's gotta be a, an, a, an instance of separating the art from the artist for me <laughs> i'm so sorry Ooh. i'm so sorry it's like Wait. Oh, sorry, go on. there's only a few examples where i will allow this separation of <laughs> oh, art and art ouch. me personally i'm not gonna lie because i'm a, i'm a woman of principle but that woman Ooh. listen the world building I'll tell you one thing. She, d- in terms of as a writer, she deserves every last bit of props that she's got. I'm not gonna lie. Strong but statement. still, boo though, innit? Boo. Um, question. Or oh, we could do this another time if we need to prepare it. We should just do a thing where you list off films and TV shows and ask me if I've watched it because I guarantee the answer is gonna be no. Yeah. And you're gonna be so angry with me. No, but I'm I'm quite similar as well. Like I always say to people, like you just have to assume that I grew up as an immigrant because like I oh, mine's got area, nothing to do with that. The area that I grew up like Bollywood, I know every last thing. I know all the films, yeah. all the songs, all the actors and actresses. 
everything but like western films media i remember when i was doing my undergrad we had a seminar and like we were doing something about madonna i don't know why and i literally had to sit there like guys i don't know any of these songs i don't know anything about her i don't know i don't know nothing you know you know like lord of the rings i've never watched star wars star trek all of them i've not watched any of them I've never watched. But I don't, again, I don't think it's anything to do with immigrants. I just think it's because like they just weren't in my house, and oh, also really? we had one TV that was the size of one of these. Oh yeah, we've things. heard. Oh yeah, we've heard. <laughs> yeah, we've heard. yeah so, like, all the yeah. songs, funny. All like the mainstream artists and all of them. Like I really, I don't know. I just have. Well, one if I do, I came for to... you, Alima. What? Have you seen Chicken Run? Elite film. Um, I did in school. Yeah. Wet play. I think so. <laughs> or, or like, you know, the, the the day before Christmas where you just watch films. Yeah, Isn't yeah. That, who said that? Was it... Someone else said that they watched it at school. Me? Was it you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it must be like a school yeah. film It is, it something. is. And um, the first Harry Potter, all not the, the other Dis- All the Disney films and stuff, I only watched when I was older. Like, I didn't watch any of... I'd never watched any Disney films as a kid. Like, none. Even the really old ones, I still haven't watched. Yeah, see, the difference with that is that that's all I had, just all, <laughs> all under the VHSs. Oh, really? Yeah, see, me, it was like, could could over here, could be because she could be gum, like, all of them. That's what I grew up It was on. a really weird mix, actually. It had a load of, like, Disney films, and then there were a load of films that just really weren't for kids. Like, they were, like, 15 and 18s. Like, oh, I don't understand why, like, that was the selection, but, yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, moving on to potentially the final big topic of the day. I'm a celebrity. Has anyone been watching? I'm ready for this. I am. So, first of all, I personally have kind of been avoiding it. I I always avoid I'm a celebrity anyway because I don't want to see any rats. But. (laughs) Including um, Nigel Farage. (laughs) That's the thing. (laughs) Like, obviously, with him, it's similar to Matt Hancock. Yeah, we had this conversation. I don't understand why political. politicians get given the grace of being able to appeal to the nation through reality TV shows no, now. But it's particularly like, um, uh, uh, in my opinion, evil politicians. Like, but like, why do they get a chance for redemption? That, no, that's exactly it. Like, I we don't have understand. This exact, people are they create exactly. divisive politics. They're, they're like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the rules they put in place. What's the word I'm looking Discriminatory. for? Discriminatory. Yeah, policies. their policies actively contribute towards discrimination in this country. Think about um, my, Matt Hancock and COVID. Literally. No, we had this allegedly, exact in my opinion, yeah. led to the deaths of many, many, many people. Right? Yeah. His his yeah. Pol- no, his he, policies. He, he, right? He, he, yeah. Why is he allowed to go and eat things on in the jungle mm. and like go get submerged in water or whatever? Didn't he make it to and like then, fourth or something. Yeah, and then have his cute little moments where he gets to cry in front of the cameras and do his little crocodile tears and be like, "I'm yeah. just so sorry." Yeah. No, we had this exact conversation last year. I about don't Ma- feel sorry for you, yeah. and I don't feel sorry for Nigel Farage. What is this chance for redemption that they've been given? Like I don't understand what PR agency ran this through or how that like how that works. It's, it's actually very they know people will watch it. Yeah, no, it's actually very very sinister. But how did he finish fourth? It's very sinister. No, but that's what it. That's exactly that's what, what I mean. it is. That's, that's what exactly I mean. what it is. It's like what it does is it's it's a it's an attempt and it's a, a you know clearly successful attempt to basically sanitize their public image that is otherwise tarred by their political policies which are steeped in discrimination mm. in incompetence mm-hmm. in the loss of life of like 100,000 people over COVID for people like Matt Hancock um, and they have this backlash which is completely earned and completely deserved and they have this reputation Nigel Farage for example is I mean famously 
um, kind of very, very xenophobic, famously very anti-immigration. Um, he kind of led the charge on, or was one of the people that led the charge on Brexit on the basis of the issue of immigration. And to this day, that informs his entire kind of political um, character, right? And in our opinion, if you have any morals and you know the way that the rhetoric around immigration has gone in this country, you know it's objectively wrong, it's objectively immoral, it's objectively um, discriminatory. So someone like that, who is the figurehead of this kind of rhetoric, and also not just the rhetoric, but the kind of material consequences that then crystallises as a result of this rhetoric, and I'm talking hate crimes and, and kind of real oppressive immigration laws, right? Um, we speak very candidly about Rwanda and how awful it is, you know, the Rwanda, the bill, and how awful it is. Well, that is a direct result of years of, of you know, this xenophobic rhetoric that has been spearheaded um, by figures such as Nigel Farage someone like that should not get an opportunity to now sanitise their mm. image on national television and that's mm. exactly what I'm a celeb offers them the platform to do it's also the fact that he's so allowed he's allowed to do that when literally the same broadcaster ITV um, I don't know if any of you were keeping up with Big Brother. I was just following it on socials. But there was one contestant in particular that kind of won over the hearts of the nation. Um, her name was Trish. She's a oh, yeah. black, um, I think, 30s woman. Um, and she, well, like, like I said, won over the hearts of the nation. Everyone was kind of shocked when she left. And Did she leave or she got voted out? She, I think she got voted, voted out. out. Okay. And everyone was kind of like disappointed or a lot of people were disappointed. And the moment that she left tweets resurfaced from like i think the early 2010s which there was some quite like racist homophobic stuff i, th I think it is um basically they weren't very good tweets but from her yeah but obviously again can't con can't condemn that <clears throat> but at the same time she's clearly can't condone it Yes, we definitely can condemn it. We can condemn it. We can't, we can't condone, condone that. We can't condone that. But at the same time, from watch, I think when you watch something like Big Brother, when you're obviously watching someone twenty four seven, it's like it's very clear that she's probably not the same person. And I think with a lot, twenty ten was yeah, thirteen years ago, guys. With a with a lot of celebrities, again, this isn't excusing it, but with a lot of celebrities, if you go back on their tweets, like Stormzy, for example, he's tweeted some horrible stuff in the past. But obviously, we know now that he's like yeah. appears to be like a genuinely nice all guy. of us. If you like, probably go back and like look at what we were tweeting, like when we were me. young, like Abel, I love you. Abel, <laughs> message me back, please. <laughs> Maybe not biggest all of fan, us, biggest fan from us, London. Like, <laughs> for a lot of people, like who who I wouldn't side eye as being a problematic person, yeah. they might have tweeted something yeah even i i've like like searched i don't think i've like ever like been there saying like outwardly yeah no me um, discriminatory <laughs> stuff but at the same time like i've looked up like um certain like again i, I feel like i'm out of that basically i haven't said any words but there's been stuff where i've looked back and I've been like you know what that's actually subtly yeah um, mis misogynistic i'm gonna delete that yeah like, yeah you know I mean? yeah exactly because 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 you're young and like the kind of social climate the mm -hmm. political climate at the time is different the conversations that we're privy to now we weren't necessarily privy to at the time so i think everybody deserves like grace and speaking of grace i want to can i do a little segue into um one really particular kind of pertinent topic around um, I'm a celeb, Nella Rose. Right, well, before you do that, let me finish my... Oh, thing. gosh, what was all I right. talking about... Um, I was talking about Twitter. Why was I saying that? 
Trish. Trish, you know, just to explain the whole Nigel Farage thing, like, it's just ridiculous. So Trish obviously had these tweets. She, um, it got um, revealed as soon as she left. And then... She got doxxed. Yeah, she basically got doxxed. And it got... It basically, what, like address and stuff? That kind of stuff? I don't think like that. No. But just kind of just like... It was just like kind of this public shaming oh, of her. Okay, okay. And also, like, she basically didn't get like any interviews afterwards or, or like barely any. And then also for the final of Big Brother, which all previous contestants were invited to, she actually um, didn't. Um, she, wasn't there. She, she was literally told not to attend. That's because crazy. they, they said, I didn't like, know we don't, that we, was the case. Yeah, yeah, ITV told her not to attend because we didn't. They, they released a statement saying we don't think it was appropriate. Meanwhile, literally day after the final, they bring Nigel Farage, who Men, obviously we oh. know his whole like his whole background, his like years of mental. Stuff, a lot more recently as well, like mm. to this day, they're like giving him a platform. Like you know what I mean? It's just it's so just hypocritical. Yeah. It's literally like the kind of rules for white men. Yeah, versus yeah, yeah. like everybody else or like white Can people I? in general and particularly like black people like it's just the, the double standards are absolutely crazy like someone like Nigel Farage who is decisively well in our opinion a hateful person <laughs> like just should not should not have that platform to, to kind of um, as Simon was saying, be able to redeem himself in any 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 capacity because his politics and the rhetorics and the material consequences of everything that he's spearheaded over however long he's been in politics is like uh, is irredeemable in my opinion. What are you saying? This is the most uncomfortable chair I've ever sat on in my life. <laughs> this whole camera, this whole video is going to be me just readjusting myself. My leg's gone numb. Anyway, we're going to talk about Nella Rose, right? Yeah. On um, I'm a Celeb. I, right. right. You know what? Shall we play it first so we can hear it? Okay. And then come Right, we're going to run the right. argument. Three, two, one. Last night after dinner, Fred has made a comment about him basically how he could be my dad and I took offence to that because one of the first conversations we had together was me opening up about the fact that my dad's passed away. I'm 51. Please yeah, but that's not old though. Yeah, but I'm not 26 anymore, am I? I could be your dad. Pardon? I could be your dad. No, my dad was way older than you. Yeah, but I could still be your dad. Mm, no, I don't think so. I didn't say anything about it last night because I was kind of just annoyed about it. So I slept on it and I kind of thought about it and I was just like, this is not the kind of person I want to be around. I don't want to talk to you. What have I done to you? You made a comment yesterday. What did and I say? You know, you know what comment you no, said. No, what did I say? So you know that my mum's dead. And, you know, and you know that my dad's dead. You know that, right? Yes. I've come to find out that every time I want to get creative around the fire or I want to have something my way, my own food that I'm uh -huh. entitled to, my way, you tend to get an attitude, right? You turned around to me with an attitude and said, you know I could be your dad, right? I don't care how you said it to me, that's disrespectful, and I don't want to talk to you. I don't okay. want to talk to you, I don't want to be around you. I only allow people to disrespect me once. You hurt my feelings, I was very upset till this, till this very morning and you keep trying to speak to me when I don't want to speak to you, I would rather stay away from you. I don't want to eat your food. I don't want to talk to you. We can just live. You live on that side. I live on this side. And it's cool. Don't bring up my dead parent. Are you stupid about, oh, you know what could be your dad? Right? You know my dad's dead. You're a weirdo. I am You're so a weirdo. sorry. You took okay, it. I'm cool. so sorry. Thank you. Can I just say? 
First of all, I am sorry I've offended you. Okay. I am unaware that you felt offended. Mm -hmm. I am unaware that what I said, you know, would lead to this conversation. Mm -hmm. I only said that in a way because I am older than you. I'm 51 and you're 26. I'm not stupid. Nela, it wasn't you're not like going to little girl me. You're not. Nela, it wasn't like that at all. Okay, it wasn't like that. I promise you it wasn't like okay. that. On my children's life, it okay, wasn't like thank that. You. Thank you. If However, I made a mistake and I said something that offended you. I'm really okay, sorry. Cool. I'm really sorry you feel Thank like you. this. I accept your apology. I really feel sorry. But, but in order for but us to live in this camp together, I don't want to eat no food that you're cooking. Don't talk to me. You stay over there. I stay over here. And we can live. I'm good. All right. All right. I've got a lot to say. Have they, by the way, have they since made up or not? I have no idea. I, so they were seen hurrying after a challenge uh, and people have been saying that, does that not imply that they've made up but they haven't shown that? Okay. You know what okay. I mean? So I am in no way undervaluing or discounting the experience of people who have lost parents. I think it's absolutely tragic and I will never be able to understand that. I think it's so... Obviously, that's one of the hardest things anyone could ever go through. I'm really, really not trying to discount that experience at all in the slightest. I also understand it's showbiz and maybe things have been changed around and made to look a certain way or whatever, what have you. It is what it is, right? And another thing I have to disclaim before I say it is it would have been interesting to see the fallout of like the public opinion of this had she not been a black woman how this would have made you look different if she was whatever whatever anything else right those are my three caveats other than that yeah career suicide mate i i just been saying like it's just not a good look and i so they obviously ran the clip of what happened when he said that comment before which i think is interesting for them to have done because obviously even the producers kind of realized like he, even the public need the backstory on this being an older person saying to a younger person I could be your mum I could be your dad is a very common thing to say yeah. like you're 51 I'm, you're 26 I'm 51 I could be your dad in no way did I, do I believe he thought he was little girling her and saying it in reference to her father who has passed away he gave a sincere apology he genuinely didn't know what he had done wrong and i think her response of being like are you stupid are you there like and then saying like don't little girl me and saying things like that i think that is then starting an argument and it's blowing it so out of proportion say it when you're upset say it when it happens like in a calm and rational way and just be like listen i you know my background you know my backstory like i didn't appreciate that comment um maybe going forward don't say things like that and there you go done it didn't have to get blown out of portion. When you're on a show like I'm a Celebrity, I mean, you have quite a niche following. I think you need to play it right. Be like media training, PR training needs to be kind of on point because you now have an, an opportunity to give your brand out to such a bigger platform, literally the whole UK public, more or less, and such a wider variety of people than normally your content would be hitting. It's your opportunity to broaden like your engagement, your reach, and you should play it right, basically. And I think like going for someone who's a bit of a national treasure is not a good look. And I just think there's been a few incidents now. Obviously, all eyes are on her. She's going to get voted in challenges and stuff, which sucks. But all eyes are on her. Every conversation she's having now is like getting broadcast. And I saw another, yeah, scrutinized. I saw another clip of her speaking to Nigel Farage about something and she just yeah. didn't look very well informed. I just think if you're going to go on and speak to Nigel Farage, you know what the public response is going to be. Like, everyone's going to be looking at you because everyone wants the clickbait clips of him talking about his politics. So if you're going to engage in those conversations, make sure you come correct with your facts. And if you're not doing that, 
and she was like going back on herself she was using really like strong language and then being like i shouldn't have said that shouldn't have said that she used the word like hate and i was and then she was like i shouldn't have said that and i was like yeah but that's like that's that's um i shouldn't have said that in the same way that we have to sit here and say allegedly like it's just red tape you know like i do agree with what you're saying but i also don't agree with it like i think i agree with in a sense that like she needs she probably needed more media training but i don't agree that it's fair that she needed more media training the only reason that she would have needed more media training was because she's a black woman and and nothing else like that's the only reason why there's people contestants who come on here and they show their backside on this show year in year out they do not get anywhere near the same backlash 100 percent, 100 you know like i think when you think about that instance of what happened with fred um <clears throat> I think and I'm speaking from the perspective of like I love her like I'm a massive fan like I really really love her and like I have been watching her content for years literally like being at uni like I watched her for genuinely at least like seven years I've been watching her right so I know I think I have a bit of insight into like how she is who she is how mm. she carries herself and the kind of person who we saw in that interaction with Fred and I will say it was a very very difficult watch but the kind of person that we saw in that in that interaction with Fred is not how she is like in any other yeah. kind of content I, I have that was the first time after seven years of watching her consistently yeah, yeah, yeah. that I have seen her in that light um, and I think there's a number of so so I, I kind of come with that extra kind of insight into this is not how she is because there might be some people who reacted in that way and they're just a nasty person or they're just like an unforgiving person and I don't and I think that could not be further from the case for Nella Rose for anyone who watches her I think there's a number of things that led to her having that reaction firstly the fact that and this is something that none of us here can speak to is the fact that she's lost both of her parents she dealt with if you know her and you know like she speaks about this her, her grief particularly with losing her dad like she went into like a really deep depression afterwards and you know she's an orphan like she's an immigrant like all of these things so she it's not easy at all and none of us know what it's like to actually live with that grief and secondly um I think what we saw was a very human reaction, even though I don't agree with how she reacted to it because I don't agree that Fred meant it in a bad way. I do think it was just a common phrase. And I think she misunderstood that. Um, she was triggered by it because of her trauma. She then spent the whole night overthinking it. And, and I think she woke up in the morning and she'd made a mountain out of a molehill. But it's, and, and even though like, you know, in that moment, it is important for her to reflect and be accountable for the bad reaction that she had. I also think it's a completely human reaction. I don't think there's any a single person who can watch that and say that they have not reacted in a similar yeah. manner in in in, in yeah, yeah, ever yeah. in their life. And I agree. Like I think the like, only thing yeah. is, unfortunately, is that it was Ed. Yeah, because they've say. got cameras on them twenty four seven. I know bare times in my life I've switched and I've spoken like that to people because I was triggered by something or I was having a trauma response to something and it's afterwards where I have to like you know someone has to pull me to the side I think the show the producers had a duty of care there where they should have obviously seen that she's not alright like they will have some insight into how she who mm. she is because they you know they picked her for the show um, and they should have at that moment kind of known that okay this is what she's actively dealing with you know this grief she's had this reaction which seems disproportionate and also inconsistent with who she is otherwise they have a duty of care to now step in but unfortunately it's a show and they care about the numbers and they yeah. care about clickbaits and and they're going to kind of present that in a certain way and unfortunately 
Britain, Britain, and the responses <laughs> that have now been kind of sent towards her way have been completely disproportionate. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think the issue is not what that was. Was like you know a young woman, a vulnerable woman, a grieving woman had a very triggered response, um, and she was it, it wasn't it wasn't right. It doesn't give her the right to now snap out and you know to, to lash out and snap at other people. But where in in a normal context where she might have had the chance to go away and reflect and come back and take accountability, it has been completely, like, just, just like, um, bastardised by, by, by the ITV production and by the British public and the, like, the racism, the misogyny that she's, and the fat phobia that she's now getting as a result of that. It's like, it's, there's nothing that, that, that it's not justified it's so disproportionate this is you know? the thing I feel like for everyone that's kind of like jumping on this and kind of making jokes and stuff I feel like if you're going to make any kind of joke from this maybe it should be on I don't know the only thing that I feel like you can really make a joke about is her going to sleep waking up and then still choosing to be annoyed essentially I think the actual topic at hand the whole fact that the reason she's acting like she has is because she's been triggered by the fact that she's lost her parents. That is not something to be made a joke of. And with that in mind, I just want to play like um, an example of some of the quote unquote comedy that has been going out um, about her Ugh, since then. Do we have to? Just to like reflect on this. I'm trying to get your spirits high. You know, you're in the jungle. You should be on cloud nine. There you go again. When my cat got squished by a motoring vehicle. There were nine clouds in the sky! Oh my gosh! You're discrepecking me twice now! I let it slide the first time, but now you're a weirdo. I'm not trying to insult you. These are these are idioms. Son. You're a f***ing idiot, man. This guy is a loser. I'm sorry. Before we in even say opinion. anything, this guy is an absolute loser. Like, I'm, if your comedy and like your career as a comedian is based on taking the mick out of someone who is very clearly grieving, mm. you're a loser. This is the you're thing. the weirdo. So all of like that that joke, and I've seen a number of comedy like, get a clips life, like man. that. Find something else to joke about, all you of, weirdo. All of the jokes are like kind of taking into consideration, like the idea that oh someone's got upset because of some supposedly far-fetched thing but what you're making fun of there is the fact that she's got triggered about her parents dying both of them in in like pretty yeah, close yeah, succession yeah. to you each can't... other you what know? do you say about a cat yeah he was like oh like there's um, nine clouds when my cat died, died. like yeah. it's just it's so ridiculous it's, like, like, it's, it's implying that the way that she reacted was is ridiculous like, which I don't this is the thing I don't think the way that she reacted was right in terms of yeah her, do I think like, she could have called him a weirdo no like do yeah, I think she said are you stupid I don't think that was right that's what I mean also, when also, I say can I just say like also can I just say that's what I mean when I say media training like that's the point that's that's the part I meant but that's also like a lot of that is just um how do you call it like um um, uh, what's the word like vernacular you know, know. a lot of that is also but just like you're speaking that's how to people speak. that don't speak like that so then you do like it's code switching in it? like, it's code and then switching you know, yeah, what, you know you're on camera so I feel like but that's what I mean when it I was say just like the, the, I'm talking about from like a PR perspective of like her brand as a person I'm yeah. not saying she should change it at all be authentic you're on the show be you don't change it to appeal to a mass audience it's just a fact of the matter unfortunately yeah. but I, I, I also but I think it was an overreaction like Fred didn't deserve that it was a common phrase Is that's my point it was yeah. just like he did not yeah. mean it she was triggered it was a trauma response it all came out she probably I don't think she probably should have slept on it she probably should have addressed it there and then would have probably been the ma main thing but 
I can't talk about it because I'm not in the Australian that's jungle a, with a bunch no, of strangers that's exactly right now. What it is. Yeah. Like everyone who I've seen who like I've seen a lot of like Twitter rhetoric around this issue and everyone who has actually dealt with like the grief of like an immediate family member that every single one of them completely understand where she's come from where they've come forward and they've been like when my sister died or my parent died like I wanted to burn the world you know like we can't like that's a that's a subjectivity that unless you've felt that and you've had the specific experience that she has like you really cannot speak on and it's not for us to moralise from so far away and such from different kind of experiences how a woman is allowed to be triggered and how she's not allowed to be triggered what's important is her afterwards kind of taking accountability and I do believe that it was the duty of ITV to kind of step in and see that okay hang on something is going on here and to do that intervention with her you know like especially like Simran said that like you're in the Australian jungle like with a bunch of strangers and cameras the, on you you know what I'm saying like that exacerbates all kinds of feelings you know but yeah. I, I just think the thing like, is like this show is not going to do bits for her image now because of the way it's been portrayed the way that the public have reacted to it and then obviously I just feel bad for her now because she's going to get voted into every challenge well, honestly I think the best thing that could happen is probably her get voted off her for her to leave yeah. uh, for her oh, for, 100, her for, own, for her own for sake her own and I feel sake. sorry for the fact that she's going to come out to backlash and she's going to come out to see these comments I'm praying for some kind of like redemptive arc not for, like she's fine but like for like for the, in the public in the in the public's eye, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, but Thank like you. honestly, honestly, like we see. But for her own sake, I mean, like coming out to a better response yeah. than she came out now. But you cannot, you can't talk about this issue at all without making it about misogynoir because that's ultimately what it is. Oh, and racism. Because like, I, I said, I said this to Carlos off air, like about being outspoken and being loud and using certain like types of vernacular or using certain phrases or being at like well that's what you know like, conducting yourself yeah, in a certain that way. That, that and exactly, he's utilizing that. I I, I get that. Had it been someone else from a different background, would they have received the same response? No, I they would, wouldn't I would have. go out and say probably no. They wouldn't have because but we it's see about it all the time. Black women in particular being kind of portrayed as loud and rowdy and like using certain words and being um, argumentative and aggressive and threatening and it's stuff like that. So I feel like exactly. that's just not a fair assumption to make and that's not a fair yeah. line to go down when you're trying to speak about her online. And I think, yeah, do I think I'm a celeb's done bits for her image? No. Do I hope for a redemptive arc in the British <clears throat> public eye? Yes. And it's the fact that obviously Cole Anderson James, that's the quote unquote comedian that said the that. The loser. In our opinion. Um, he is um, black, he's mixed race. Yeah. Um, but he, he, you can hear, like, when he's acting like the opposing person, his accent is yeah, quite he's, like. Yeah, he's like just suspecting, he, like, he's. Yeah, literally... no, no, but like, so you can hear what his actual accent yeah. is in that, and then when he's imitating. Are people her, liking, are people saying in the comments, like, this is wrong? Or people very are Very few. It up? The majority of people Some are people like, are oh, laughing. this is hilarious. Like,. And then no, but this is it. this is the thing. He he released a video afterwards saying that oh, everyone on like Instagram and TikTok is finding it hilarious, but Twitter is such a toxic place. That's I've, the easy. I've, that's cop out. That's easy. You you, you like, blocking a young woman's death is not toxic. Yeah, People like, telling I, you like okay. I've got I've got a black dad. Like why are you making it about race? I'm just like literally having watch a black the dad. Video. Having a, being a mixed race, light skinned um, man is does not give you any insight into the personal subjectivities of a dark skin plus size black woman like that complete you have no insight and if you did you wouldn't be making that kind of video because you would understand how disproportionate the backlash she's getting already is and ultimately the like as i was saying you can't have the conversation without talking about misogynoir and unfortunately it's such a like 
black women should be able to go on these kinds of shows and have the same reception and the same grace that every other contestant has uh, we watch reality shows we see blow-ups all the time we see people acting and moving mad on reality shows all the time arguments all the time people saying mad stuff doing mad stuff all the time but when it's a black woman the response and the backlash it's so much worse and it's unfortunate that she just wouldn't she she kind of almost didn't really stand a chance with the british public no, she you didn't. know and 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 that's why like when we're sat but there i kind of knew that i kind of knew as as she was going in she would have been scrutinized so much more than any of her else. counterparts on that show it's unfortunate. any she other woman any other chance. black person that she would have gotten so much more scrutinized on that show she would not have come yeah. in with the same opportunities yeah. especially as also being herself, one of the less famous ones as well because like mm. no matter what your skin color or whatever as the less famous ones you are gonna like you're there for a different reason you're there to like broaden right i feel like she was never gonna come into it on the same level playing field as everyone else so she was yeah. always on the back foot the way that it was going to be portrayed was always going to be in the way that she has been portrayed and unfortunately this circumstance has kind of fed into that in a negative way i just, just hope now the conversation out. now the conversation is oh well she shouldn't have gone there in the first place. Well, why not no why should she not have yeah the no same, one should say that why should she no but that's what it comes down to now now people have the conversation has shifted to oh my god britain is so racist she should that just was not sure the, not the show for her she should not have gone on there in the first place like blah 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 blah, blah. but it's like well why so what she? now it's just not a safe space for any people of any you know, color to go and do things ha- exactly why should she not have that same opportunity mm. like i agree it probably wasn't the best choice for her because of how racist but that doesn't mean that that just feeds into further whitewashing all of these things that like tv shows or whatever like that are going on just because it's no longer a safe space exactly either you defy that and you kind of put yourself in a very unsafe racist environment (laughs) or in the hopes that you're going to change things or you fall victim to it exactly this is the one final thing that i wanted to ask as well because like we've spoken about the fact that somehow she is like quote unquote the most hated of the season even when nigel farage is there when, 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 when britney spears's sister that people aren't largely a fan of is there um but crazy. you've got the fact that one other thing besides her arguments with Fred and Nigel that have aired that people are finding problems about, I think it was a preview of the next episode. She appears to be telling Sam Thompson, he um, was on Made in Chelsea, he's a presenter, he go, he's going out with like Zara from Love Island. Mm. Um, oh. He um, is, he's in there. And I think he's coming across quite likable so far. Yeah. Um, and I think him and Nella are doing a challenge or something. And she's basically telling him that, like, to calm down. And people are kicking off she because calm down, like, well, like, like people. He, she's like, she's telling him to calm down because it's like stressing her out, basically. Oh. And people are kicking off because he has ADHD. What do you? No, but listen oh, now, everything now, everything. Relax, but this relax. okay. This does happen every year. I feel like the the person that people don't like, they can't do anything, anything right, without yeah. someone without people kicking off about it. Mm. They literally can't do a thing right without people kicking off about it. Which is why I feel sorry for her now. Yeah. Exacerbated by the issues we just talked about, obviously. But I do feel like that does happen every year that the least liked person does get like. They just get it yeah. bad. Just constantly. Well, but I feel like you can't like bring people. the ADHD into it because fair enough. Sam was having a fair reaction. I didn't see the clip, so I have no idea. Neither. But like, he was probably having like a fair reaction, proportionate, whatever. I can't comment on it. But 
Oh my god, people tell people to calm down all the yeah. blue time. Like it's and not like, like and on I'm a celebrity. Like it's just about like calm down and do the challenge. Like don't focus in exactly. it. Breathe. Like that kind of stuff gets said to non non neurodivergent. But listen, people. I don't know why people are making issues now because now everything she does is going to be an issue, and that's just that's yeah, not fair. Relax, man. Relax. <sighs> yeah. So obviously, just hope that things turn around for Nella, but not overly hopeful and also stop letting politicians go on these shows please. yeah get him off man get mad. i don't want to see him on my screens dirty like if you're watching i'm a celebrity you've already chosen to do so when nigel is there so you've already kind of given in to that but then to also then start attacking nella over someone that's been so openly xenophobic anti-immigration in the past like i don't know i don't think i don't think it's right personally but mm. free Nella man get her out of there Britain's going to Britain on that note does anyone want to rap a bit lift the mood <laughs> alright drop a beat no no guys no guys no could you imagine could you imagine oh you're not going to do rapping. it I thought you were going to do it she's mocking you um, no guys cost of living everything's so expensive no oh, I hear it I just bought Donuts, a packet of crisps, and an advent calendar. Oh, what advent calendar did you get? Kinder. Oh, Three goodness. advent calendars, sorry. For 20 quid? 18 pounds? Was the advent yeah, calendars honestly. the main? They were nice ones, thing. don't get me wrong. Was they, Were they the expensive thing, the advent calendars? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Honestly, like before you could go shop, pick up a little snacky. 20 pounds is not 20 pounds. It's a few bob, and now, yeah, it's like a whole like weekly shop well this is what i was saying yesterday um when we were together yesterday like um it's it's people calling it um because he lives but like realistically this is just reality oh my god yeah carlos was saying this and it really made me think it's not gonna go back down this is just gonna be the price of things but i realized this like with a lot of things that happened like post-covid when things got cheaper the price then spiked and nothing's gone back down and it's not ever gonna go back down and wages aren't going up Um. and it really sucks I don't like it out here. Right, we were meant to be talking about something positive. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> going to York season. tomorrow. You going to New York? York. Oh, York. <laughs> Very I different. I knew that as well. Very different. <laughs> it's nice, actually. York is nice. Yeah. Have you been? York Minster is huge. It's so big. Oh, like, you can't, I'm excited. Like, you can't take a photo of it just... Like, really? You have to like 0.5 because it's that <gasps> big. It's so huge. Oh my god, I want to see. It's really cute. It's very like if you're into Harry Harry Potter. Mm. It's very Harry Potter vibes. Well, we know she's not. Go on. Each of you list off like three things. I'll tell you if I've seen them or not. Right. Okay. Oh, well, um, I'm not even. I'm not the right person to do this. Remind, but I'll try. Finding <coughs> um, Nemo. Seen it. Yeah. Avatar. I've I love Avatar. I've uh, don't even you shouldn't even have said that. Avatar. You shouldn't have said oh, that. Alright, alright. What what? Three minutes? This is all gonna be about Avatar. Oh god. I think Avatar is the greatest film to ever exist and you actually can't beef me on it. The amount of work that James Cameron put into these films is how long did like, it, how long did it take like to a, make? Like, like a decade. Like the first one took so long to make and then he before Haven't they already released, announced number five? Before he released like, the first one, the before he released the first one, the second one was done. Then the, when the second one was done, he was making like three and four. I so I think three's that. done now. Three's ready to go. By the and way, then, guys, you all know it's about colonization. It's an allegory. <laughs> all right, all right, right, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> let me have, let me have my one thing about people that are blue. <laughs> right, go on, go on. With their tall F-Y-I. and their long fingers. This is like that video of them. You know the family. Let me have it. Yeah, and he's like, this institution. Everyone's like, all right. 
right, all right. Just to let me have it. Let me have it. Let me have it. Have it. Have it. Oh my god, it's such a good film. Like honestly, the R and D that went into that film is honestly ridiculous. R and D. Like the. No. Oh, it's the thing, man. All the research and that went into it, like insane like you know they like created animals they had to like study the anatomy of these animals and then like figure out and then make like 3d models of them on on computer and then figure out how like it would work in line with like an actual animal's anatomy it it blows my mind and like okay fine it's maybe you can like make it a bit deep and talk about it's colonial and stuff but just let me have it because it's just honestly such a good film it makes me it makes yeah JK Rowling number one fan of it come on on, we're allowed the problematic film mate it's just such a good film like I honestly don't think any other film comes close like for me and my no film thing put Avatar on on repeat it's such a good film yeah Right. Well, well, if you guys will give me eight hours of your time, well, we can watch the first I'm, two. I'm not. I'm going to stop you right there because we need to wrap things up. <laughs> so sorry. If I, I think if I, I think if I studied film studies at uni, I would write my dissertation on why Avatar is the greatest film of all time. Should have figured out a way to. And if I studied it. music, I would write my dissertation <laughs> on why Trilogy is the best album of all time. Right. Don't doubt it. Or Round. Good Kid, Mad City rounding things off thank you to everyone that has tuned in today to today's episode of mango masala we will be back next week for our three-year anniversary Aww. episode so have everyone's happy birthday right now happy birthday to us guys happy birthday to us oh you weren't talking Mm-mm. okay okay right bye 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 bye